0: Um, A couple episodes ago, I talked about something I call the Um, process—a simple way to achieve or get the results that you want in your life. It's episode number 29, so if you haven't listened to that, uh, I think it's like 20 minutes, 15-20 minutes long. I'd recommend going back to listen to that first. So today, I'm going to dive into just a specific part of that process. so that process has an acronym to it. It's B E A R. I think it's the steps you need to take in life to achieve to get what you want. Um, B meaning beliefs, E environment, A for action, and R for results. B E A R. Today, I'm going to talk about all about environment. I think environment is super important. I think it's an underrated area of life that uh, an area of life that doesn't get focused on enough. Something that um, if we change these particular environments or these areas in our life, we could have a massive difference in our own life. Um, today I, I'm going to talk about five different areas that you, that you can curate an environment that helps you get to where you want in life. So once you work on the B part of the process, which are the beliefs, right? You have to have a belief that your belief that you're capable, of achieving this goal or that you're capable of doing something in life, right? Once you have that, then you move on to the E section is where you can curate your environment to make sure that you actually succeed in life. So this first section that I wanna talk about is your circle of people. So, so many of us, especially parents, have heard this quote and said it maybe to your kids or heard it as a kid growing up, that you're like the five people that you hang out with the most, right? So, so true. Like we're good at telling this to our kids, but we forget that it applies to us as adults as well. And it can affect you in every single area of your life. So if, even your income, you'll be within 20% of the income up or down to these five people. Look at the five people you hang out with the most and see how close you are in the income, in your income, right? I mean, it affects every area. It can be income, weight, mindset, political affiliation, spirituality, what you do on the weekends, et cetera, all of those areas or can be determined by the five people that you hang out with the most, right? So if you're surrounded by destructive people, people that hold you back, people that tear you down, people that when you tell them your beliefs, like I have a belief that I can build a business that is worth this much, or I have a belief that I can run this far or lose this much weight, or do this crazy thing I've always wanted to do, and they say ah, no one can do that. That's not possible, right? That's going to affect where you go in life because those people matter to you. Those five closest people matter, and they they are scared to see you change, right? They don't want to see you change because you're their five, you're one of their closest people, right? And so they like to be in that comfort zone, right? Um, if you want to change your life, you got to change the people in it doesn't mean you have to go to each one of those people and say, I'm sorry, I'm getting a new circle of five friends and you don't qualify. No, it doesn't mean that, right? But what you need to do is start expanding that circle, start looking for other people in life that you want to be like. So if you want to make more money or be more fit or more healthy or more spiritual or have a bigger business or do any of those things, start finding those people that help that are better than you in that area and gravitate towards them, find an opportunity to meet with them, uh, get on their podcast, um, go to an event that they're hosting or something, right? The closer you can get to them and the closer you can surround yourself with five people like that, then the more you can start to become like them. You can learn from them. You can gravitate in those directions and learn things that maybe you didn't know before. Um, second area I think for that is (laughs) everyone can deal with, uh, large improvements in this area is your mental environment. Um, essentially, that's really what mindset is. Is like is the is your mental environment, the m- environment that you create for yourself in your head, right? So, if you couple the fact that we can be our own worst enemy sometimes with the fact that we have tens of thousands of thoughts per day, it can make for a pretty messy mental environment, right? We can, we can get some pretty bad self-talk in there if we're not really paying attention to what's going through that mental environment or that mindset of ours. So how can you start to make change in this area? So controlling those thoughts, really, I've talked about that a bunch in the past, controlling the thoughts is where this starts. Um, that's the best way to curate what's going on in your head is at least recognizing that you're having certain thoughts and where they came from and what you can do to try to change those things. So, um, First things first, when the day starts, um, when you're waking up for the day, make sure that you're setting that your tone for the day. Most of us wake up and look directly at our phones, right? We're like, wake up and that's our alarm clock. Typically look right at our phones, right? And we all know, especially now there's very little good news coming at us through our phones. So if you change one thing in your life by listening to this podcast today, then just then just make it be this. Do not look at your phone for the first 30 or 60 minutes for the day. Set it in another room, charge it in your bathroom, on your bathroom counter instead of next to your bed or your nightstand or something. Do not look at it for the first 30 30 to 60 minutes. When you look at your phone first thing in the day, you become reactionary, right? You start to see the news in the world. You start to react to other things that are other stimulus that are happening. Happening right? Don't let that happen because nothing coming from your phone is good, right? So before before you look at your phone and start getting whatever input like Mark Zuckerberg decides you should fucking see that day, which is never good, right? Create your own mindset for the day. This can be achieved in a variety of different ways. I will list them out right now. I'm not going to go down the road on each one of those, but I've done all of these. I've been trained in a lot of them. I've worked in a lot. I've worked on a lot of them, and and varying capacity throughout the last several years. So uh, and if you want to know more about each one of these or want to talk about how this can help you, then just reach out to me and we can talk about it. But some of these areas are journaling, meditating, working out, reading, gratitude exercise, breathing exercises, cold showers, all right? There's a few more. And so so what these things can do um, is they can set the right mindset for the day, the right tone for the day. instead of being reactionary, on what's coming at you through your phone, you can decide how you wanna set the tone for the day. So working on the gratitude exercise, working out, doing something difficult, like a cold shower, breathing exercise, doing something difficult in the morning can set the tone for the day, saying like, I'm ready I'm ready to attack this day. I can do difficult things. Things are hard, but I do them anyways, right? That's the tone you want to have set for the day, not a reactionary tone of like, this world sucks and everything's gonna be bad because Biden is gonna be in office or coronavirus is gonna kill 90% of people, right? Like, we don't wanna start with that. We wanna start with what we've decided is best for us for that day. Uh, That leads us right into our social media environment. I mean, let's be honest. Like, obviously, I could say, don't look at your phone for 30, 60 minutes in the morning. And I don't do that. That's one thing I'm very good at is I don't do that because I know how poisonous it is to my mindset for the day, but I like social media. (laughs) Social media has transformed the world. It makes my life way better. It's, it's the way that I can connect with all of you guys. It's the way that I can promote my businesses. It's the way that I can see what's going on in the world. Right? So, so I'm not saying get rid of social media. I don't think actually think that is the answer. Um, but you can curate that social media environment. So Uh, for all you that follow me on Instagram at, uh, coach Corey K, the PDR coach, I actually have another Instagram page, um, that I use specifically to follow people that I want to follow. So I have, uh, um, 50 to a hundred people that I actively want to know what's going on. Um, we could call them Instagram influencers. We can call them, um, you know, business leaders, mindset leaders. Um, a lot of places where I want to learn, where I want to learn things, um, that they're doing. Right. So I have a separate page that I can switch over to that page and follow just them. There's nothing about politics on there. Rarely there's something about politics on there. Um, there's nothing, no random things coming into my newsfeed from other people in high school or other people that I don't really know that are just on my Facebook or Instagram, Instagram page. Right. So I've created that environment that when I want to go there, and get inspired, or learn things, or learn about a new technique, or learn about books, or learn about the next thing that these people are doing. I can go do just that, right? So I created that a social media environment that I can go into. That's exactly what I want out of social media. And I also have the other social media where I post stuff, and I have a Facebook page where I follow people and interact with people and things like that. But um, curate that social media environment. Get rid of destructive people. Um, not, not people that have differing opinions than you, because that's a good thing, right? We like to have differing opinions, but people that, um, only detract from conversations. How about that? Let's say that get rid of those people, curate the environment that you want on social media, and it can help you move you towards your goals. Um, excuse me. Another area is physical environment, right? The actual physical touching and feeling environment that you live in each day. So your your house, each room in your house, right? Have you, I mean, we've all walked into an Apple store, right? And it gives you a certain feeling. It's white, it's clean, it's sleek, it's it's set up perfectly. It's it's minimalistic, right? It gives you a feeling of like this is Apple. Like this is what they stand for. This is their culture, right? Or eating at a have you ever eaten at a fancy restaurant? Like I don't go to them often, but I've been on a couple of nice dates with my wife, and I walk in, it's like, wow, this is a whole different ball game. Like the way that every single thing in their physical environment is set up shows you that basically the meal is going to be expensive, right? And it shows you that how nice it is from the way the waiters are dressed to the greeting you get at the door to the, the feel of the napkins that they give you at the table, right? So everything is set up in the physical environment to achieve the result that that restaurant, wants, that restaurant wants, right? Ideally, and I have a lot of room to improve on this, but ideally each room in your house should have a purpose, right? The kitchen for making food, the table for eating at it, the bedroom for sleeping, right? This is the biggest problem that people are facing right now, working from home and having kids homeschooling. We haven't had time to curate an environment that works for each of these situations. So sometimes I'm working in my office. Sometimes I'm working at my kitchen table. Sometimes I have to go outside and work because the kids need this room, And, and right? It's very difficult to stay, get in that flow or to be, get in the right mindset of what we're trying to achieve if that physical environment isn't set up, right? In a perfect world, every room would have a purpose, right? And to move that to work, right? This I'm good at at work, but it's my space, it's my environment. Your truck, your tools, right? Everything should be set in a way that can propel you towards your goals, Right? In work, what we're trying to do is be efficient. So we should have our tools set up in a way that are efficient. You should be able to reach onto your tool cart or into your tool bag and grab, and with your eyes closed, and grab the tool that you need. Right? It should be. It should be um, curated in a way that it makes you efficient. Right? You should be your physically physical appearance. You should be kept in a way just like the per entering into the restaurant they're dressed a certain way they talk a certain way everything's a certain way you should be dressed a certain way you should be presentable right so in a situation like you've been to a wedding or or you know a big event like that and you get a suit you get a haircut like everything's done right like you shaved well like everything is all done the way it's supposed to be to look the best that you possibly can. You feel great. You feel like a million bucks, right? Like we should get to the point and I I need to work on this too, but we should get to a point that when you put your work shirt on, like when I put that dent pro shirt on, I should feel like a million bucks, right? That shirt should be nice. My shoes should be good. My pants should be good. Like my hat should be, should not have like sweat stains all over it. My truck should be clean. Like all that physical environment should be set so we can go out that day and achieve the result that we want to achieve in that day, right? Those small wins add up to big victories over time. Um, this, uh, the last one, the fifth one, is a physical flow or environmental design. So, so this is a, a little bit different, but this is stuff that we can. Basically, the point of this environmental design is to take decisions away from yourself to create an environment that helps you win. So we live in a world now where we have opportunities to do this, right? Way back in the day when, when people didn't have houses and access to so many things we have access to, it's hard to create this environment. But we, we have the ability now with with technology and and just the abundance that we have in life to create a life for ourselves or or create an environment ourselves that helps us win, right? So um, a trick that maybe you have or haven't heard, but something that I do a lot, if I want to work out in the morning, my running clothes and my running shoes are laid out for me, right? Like that decision gets made the night before because every decision that you make beforehand is easy and then you run up to like actually doing it, then that's hard, right? So if my running shoes are out and and my workout clothes are out, and my beanie, everything I need to go running in the morning is out, now I actually have to turn that down. I have to look at that stuff and be like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And that's harder to do than than saying, I'm not gonna go get my running shoes from the garage, and then my running clothes, and then this, and then get ready to run, right? It it sets you up to succeed, right? To have that stuff laid out. Um, I was looking stuff up, and so I found this study online, that basically setting yourself up to succeed, right? That's running is one way to do that. You, there's a bunch of different ways we could do it in work too, but this one was for weight loss. Um, there was a study that was done when people switched from 12-inch plates to 10-inch plates that they ate 22% less food, right? There's a study that I found that was that was uh, studied pretty heavily on this. So, so many of us just finish what's on our plate. So, setting yourself up for success in that area, if, if weight loss is a focus of yours, get smaller plates, have smaller portion size. All of a sudden you eat less food. It's crazy. You want to eat healthier, get rid of all the unhealthy food in in your face, right? I mean, get rid of, excuse me, get rid of all the unhealthy food in your fridge, not in your face. Um, a book that I've read recently, fantastic book written by Benjamin Hardy is called willpower doesn't work, right? We have a certain amount of willpower and it's used up like a gas tank, right? And if you use it all, all up, you can start making bad decisions. So um, if you go throughout the day and you're making decision after decision after decision and nothing is good and you have to look for tools and you don't have a system to call people back and you don't have a system to schedule people and you're putting out fires and do all that by the time you get home and you have to make a choice of what food you should eat or whether you should drink water or a beer, right? A lot of times we just say our willpower is gone and we just go for what's there. Right. So in that situation, if the beer wasn't there, or the bad food wasn't there, or you already had your, you know, you were already going to go to the gym no matter what and had your workout bag. Right. Maybe you make you start making different decisions. Right. Maybe you if you if you curate that environment, environmental design, you can start making the decisions you want that lead to the results that you want in life. Uh, this is why time management and using a calendar is so important, right? I I'm very good at scheduling out a calendar. When it's on my calendar, I don't have a decision of what I'm going to do next. When I'm done recording this po- recording this podcast, I already know what I'm next do- doing for my next hour, right? It's not a decision because when I when I I go to look at that sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to do that, but I had already told myself I'm going to, and I keep promises to myself, right? That's what I do now because I'm curating a a life and I'm creating results that I want in my life, right? If that makes sense. Um, So those are the five areas that I came up with to help you create an environment that you want. Um, First, you have to have a belief that something that you want is possible. Uh, You have to have a goal, then you have to have a belief that it's possible, and then you need to create an environment that makes it easy for you, right? Environment that makes it possible for you, an environment that doesn't detract you or take away from your goals, right? So belief is the B, E, environment, and then we have the A, which is take massive and perfect action. A is the action to achieve the results that you want, Um, so that's what I have for you today. Environmental design environment, super important from the people you hang out with to your physical environment, to the flow, to social media, everything, all the input, your mindset, your mental environment, all super important to achieving what you want in your life. Uh, thanks for listening guys. If you can give me a podcast review, that'd be great. Um, I know there's a lot of room for me to grow in the podcast environment. And when I have a lot of reviews, it helps people find me. And if you want to talk about any of this, any of the stuff I mentioned on the podcast today and dive deep and see if if that can help you, then reach out to me uh, through my website, through my podcast, through Instagram or Facebook, anywhere, and see if I can help you grow your business. All right, guys. We'll talk next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at CoachCoryK.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.